Welcome to the Business Vitality Podcast. My name is Katherine Canty. I am the host and an executive coach. I work with teams, individuals, and leaders to help create measured leadership change. We do that using practical applications, and our clients are creating 100% measured results as seen by those around them. Not necessarily what I think or what they think, but what the other people are seeing. And they are being recognized for the hard work that they're doing. If you're interested in learning more about some of the work that we're doing, you can learn more at KatherineCanty.com. I would love for you to subscribe to this show, to Business Vitality. This is my way to continue to pay it forward and share business best practices. Stay tuned and listen to the interview. Thanks for being here. Tracy Costa, you are the president and CEO of Athena International. You can be found, your company can be found on AthenaInternational.org. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me today, Catherine. It's an honor to be with you. It's always an honor to be with you too. We've um, we met a few months ago and have just kind of built a relationship, stayed in touch, have a great admiration for the work that you're doing and looking forward to dig into that. But before we get into it, do you mind just kind of talking and sharing with our, our listeners, what is Athena International? Uh, Athena International, we're a catalyst for developing diverse, transformative leaders worldwide through our leadership programs and awards that ignite, inspire, and celebrate girls, women, and allies. And for over 40 years, at the heart of everything that we do are the Athena leadership principles, the eight principles of enlightened leadership, live authentically, learn constantly, build relationships, foster collaboration, act courageously, advocate fiercely, give back and celebrate. And it's based upon the ways in which women through research that we did a long time ago, our founder was told that uh, women are not leaders. And so she set out to prove them wrong. And uh, by honoring them for their uh, leadership achievements and accomplishments, and then years later after giving out many um, hundreds of awards globally uh, to local leaders that were in the trenches doing the, the good work to bring a balance in leadership voices worldwide. And they found that these are the ways in which women lead uh, through research funded by the W.K. Kellogg Foundation and uh, that it's a more inclusive, collaborative style of leadership away from the old command and control style. Yeah, I'm seeing that shift with with my coaching clients that mm. to create influence within organizations, they do have to collaborate with more people, the, the command and control that I know I'm familiar with because I was brought up that way and corporate was always that way. Mm-hmm. Um, I've just seen it for 20 years and it worked there, but I could begin to see like that edge and they were wondering why it wasn't working anymore, why that command and control was not working anymore. And so it's interesting to be in it. And then it's interesting that you've you've got the research that that backs it up. And that yeah. I think it's consistent with a lot of other research yeah. that that's showing mm-hmm. out there. Well, and and two, you know, it's not the way it's it's not just the way that women lead. It's the way that great leaders lead is mm-hmm. that more inclusive, collaborative style leadership. And what we are really known for right now and uh, is is not just the awards and uh, all of the incredible uh individuals that that Athena International, I think it's it's nearly 8,000 uh, award recipients globally that we have uh, awarded in the last 41 years. And, but, 
more recently leaning into these principles with our Athena leadership training. We have leadership training now for middle school, high school, higher ed, uh, women and men. Um, and we also, uh, we, you know, it, our, our, our youth are struggling. Men are struggling. So many of us, I think the pandemic has, we're, we're on PTSD and we have, instead of going together more, we, we have actually gone apart. And the opportunity for us to come together with like-minded individuals and learn and do a deep dive into these eight principles has been life-changing for our, our, our participants. Um, I had a, a, a fifth grader that had gone through an earlier version of our training that said, I gained a greater sense of self. And I had parents emailing me and calling me and saying, my daughter's showing up differently. She's looking people in the eye. She is talking about authenticity and worthiness. She has more confidence. She's taking on leadership uh, leadership opportunities that she would have never even considered before. We've had senior leaders. I had a senior leader from IBM share with me after going through our leadership training with our partnership with the WIT Network, uh, Women in Tech. And she shared... She said, I've been through every leadership training on demand. This not only transformed my leadership, but my life, because it's a deep dive into who you are and these eight principles. And we also partner with uh, uh, the MindWire group out of Scottsdale, which provide, allows us the opportunity to bring predictive index to our, our leadership trainings. And that combined with, uh, with a, our leadership training and our more empathy-based, compassionate, inclusive, collaborative style of leadership is really uh, helping women from around the globe. We've had women from over 20 different countries in our leadership training. It's really been life-changing for them. Yeah, the, the touch that you're having, the impact that you're having on these leaders around the globe is, is extremely impressive. You've invited me to be a guest speaker at some of your events. And literally we dial into Zoom and you've got people all over the globe dialed in. You have incredible facilitators that have been formally trained with these eight principles. And the conversation is great. And it's mm-hmm. it's a very, I feel when I'm in that group and I'm just visiting for, you know, 20, 30 minutes or what, you know, whatever you need me to do. It goes by super fast and it just feels so cohesive and supportive and collaborative and everybody's in here together. And it's all about just kind of paying it forward. Like how do we help each other be able to navigate whatever leadership opportunity we're in? And so we've, we've talked about building relationships. Mm -hmm. Um, We've talked about the collaboration piece, Um, you know, just being able to communicate with others. I mean, it, for me, it has been, I've been a guest and it was a fantastic experience the multiple times that I've been out there and they, they show up with questions and they, they ask the questions and they have a, a great di- dialogue. So the structure of what you're doing is fantastic. How long is the length of the program? It's 10, 10 sessions and it can be delivered in a multitude of ways. We do it every week, um, but it could be once a month. And it could be in person, it could be a hybrid, it could be virtual, but we do ours virtual. And it's uh, two hour sessions. They also have a digital fillable workbook slash journal that is theirs uh, to continue using and allows them to 
set goals and look at the things of where they might be in alignment uh, with their current position and or misaligned and with their with their passion and their purpose and really if they're confused about that uh, really get getting into the figuring out their north star and who they are and and what they want to accomplish in this in this life and it's um, it's really been inspiring for me uh, to to pop in and and visit these and I can't thank you enough for for being uh, our guest speaker this fall in in several of our cohorts. It's the the impact that you have had is is having a ripple effect and really tremendous, Catherine. And um, yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. I, um, hopefully it's, it's helpful. I know I find myself sharing stories because you're in just a small group and I'm sharing stories. I'm like, I hadn't told anybody that story. But I mean, you know, they're kind of helping me work through whatever, you know, because right? they'll ask me questions. And so I yeah. can talk with them and just kind of share, well, this is what happened and mm -hmm. this is how I navigated. And, you know, for me, I think if a business is going to grow, we have to invest in the leaders because if the leaders aren't growing as fast as the, bit, as the mm -hmm. business, you know, the business is going to suffer. The leaders are going to yes. suffer. We're going to have higher turnover. Um, you know, there's so many articles out right now about just oh. we've got to be able to retain people. And mm -hmm. I think through the leadership development, it's there. And we're not born with this knowledge. And to have a 10-week program to just to get people focused and talking about these topics and creating awareness is really vital, I think, in business. But even if we back it up, you've got programs for kids in fifth grade and these kids, God bless them. I got one myself. They struggle to look at people in the mm -hmm. eyes. They struggle mm -hmm. to have conversations. They struggle to connect with people because they look at their devices all the time. And I don't think that we always have to recreate. We don't have to start from scratch. We can we can repurpose and reuse information. And so you've got this incredible information for these young learners that their brains are just like sponges and want to learn and to be able we don't have to recreate some new program for my local elementary school or mm -hmm. my local high school students mm -hmm. we can partner with with you with athena mm -hmm. international mm -hmm. and the certification process i think is relatively you know easy. Um, you know, you've got to show up, you got to do the work, but mm -hmm. it's not like going back to get your MBA. You know, if you're a strong leader, this yeah. stuff's going to make sense. And if you've got that tendency, um, yeah. I think you could implement this program anywhere. Absolutely. Do you mind talking about the, the children's piece? Because I hear other programs that are out there, um, but I know that this program is being used a little bit closer to home here. Um, and I'm kind of excited to see how their results are. And then a lot of businesses find ways. How do they reinvest back into the young leaders in their community? And they can partner with you to be able to to be able to offer this stuff. So yeah. talk about that that younger piece, because that's really where we're, we're teaching them the core fundamentals of leadership well, at a young age. Yeah, for sure. And really, but it's also getting them in touch with who they are at mm -hmm. their core authentically and understanding what's my core values. Uh, how do I deal with conflict resolution? And how how do I um, how do I network? How do I get how do I get a mentor? What does that look like? Um, and it's it's really getting them um, 
we took we took our adult leadership training and we scaled it to each of the areas to really to each of the age demographics to help build a pipeline right because you touched on it i think it's only 5% of of companies and organizations do leadership training at all levels and we're going to have a leadership gap it's already showing up mm-hmm. and um and it's it's giving them the foundation for when life challenges come upon them they know uh who they are because if we don't know who we are and we're not in touch with ourselves and we haven't done the internal work in our own world it really impacts our effectiveness on the external world or the impact of the external world on us it's mm-hmm. it's really getting in tune with who they are and setting and you know it's getting them workforce ready it's talking about the things that they're going to need the the people skills the emotional uh, IQ the um you know those those people skills are so critical that that many companies are saying you know i can teach them i can teach them the technical stuff you teach them the people skills please <laughs> and and so we incorporate that and really give them an opportunity to to build their roadmap to success and setting smart goals and where do they want to be you know a month from now a year from now and come back and 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 celebrate the wins that they have had big and little and also the challenges that they've had because and being okay with failure fail fail forward right uh it's the only way that we really learn i think is is through failure and facing those fears and having the courage to do so and really learning the things you know i i continue to learn every single day something new of and getting in touch with you know who i am and trying to get myself closer to embodying uh and and how how I can embody these principles even even more and it's it's a constant challenge I like fail forward fail fast i've heard a lot of that yeah. over the years from great leaders that i've been mm-hmm. able to work with and mm-hmm. it's really important and really if if we learn from it it's just an opportunity to to get a little bit better it's not really a failure yeah. no it's not it's 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 success uh, when you because you learn and and you get you get wiser and yeah. you continue to to get those. But we really we really look at I, the the participants don't want it to end when it when it comes when the sessions come to an end. They are like wow, and they can't believe that that it ended so quickly. <laughs> yeah, that's fantastic. Tell me. Um, I'm curious. I've, I've talked with other women. I've coached with women in leadership. And sometimes there's opportunities to gain more confidence kind of heading into these these bigger meetings that they're going to. Mm. And everybody's got a different trick that they have to be able to have that confidence. And as we grow female leaders in organizations, you know, we've got a lot of women in the workforce, but they're more they're not really at the top level. And at some point, the executive level you got to have a little confidence to walk in there mm-hmm. and um, and and wing it sometimes. There's a little bit of winging, I'm sure. Um, so I'm, I'm curious, what are your thoughts around around confidence and the women leaders that that you're seeing that are doing it well? 
Wow, that, that's a really great question. And I think that uh, as I have interviewed many of our past Athena Award recipients across the, the globe, many still struggle with that uh, that work that that that's their their self their self esteem their self confidence uh, I think the 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 term that is used a lot is feel like in, in you know imposter syndrome and I encourage them to shift that because syndrome makes it an illness we don't have a disease we aren't broken we don't need to be fixed um, it's 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 a phenomenon and um, and and really for me and the conversations that I've had is silencing that inner critic and um, for me it was actually naming that inner credit critic and actually having a out loud conversation with her and saying when she's over here chattering saying pipe down I'm not you don't have any space here anymore uh, this this no longer serves me. The, the, this pattern of belief or pattern self-limiting belief or or behavior is not serving me. And so goodbye. And just I I when she pipes up, I tell her I get a little forceful with her, and <laughs> tell her to be quiet. And you know, I was actually talking with my daughter one day, and she's like, "Mom, if you have an inner critic, you need an inner advocate too, especially since that's one of our principles, right?" And so my, my fierce inner advocate is over here on this side telling the, the inner critic what to, yeah, no more. Uh, you have no space in my head anymore. Um, I know that before you go in, I, 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 you know, Amy Cuddy is a, mm -hmm. a really good one to watch and her TED talk uh, and doing the, the Wonder Woman pose or uh, anything um, of that nature the, and holding it for two minutes it really, they've shown that it increases, you know, uh, the, the, the positive hormones. And I think that giving voice and talking back to that inner critic, because we spend most of the time with ourselves and what kind of things are we saying to ourselves? Are they things that you would say to a friend or to a colleague? And nine times out of 10, the answer is no. And so if you aren't willing to say it to them or you aren't willing to say it to the five-year-old version of yourself, you shouldn't be saying it now because that only just increases that, that focus on the triggers instead of the glimmers. Um, the, the triggers are the things that make us feel unsafe, that we fear. Um, call it out, face them, and focus on the glimmers because we're going to, we're going to attract more of, of, of what we think about. And the glimmers are the things that bring us happiness and joy and um, feel safe. Okay, you gave us lots of nuggets in there. So there's a lot of takeaways, probably a lot of just, you know, one line quotes that could be posted everywhere based off of uh, that answer. So it was fantastic. I love it. So while I got you, um, I know as CEOs and as leaders, you've got to be able to, to kind of put your point of view out there and, and be persuasive about it. What are your thoughts around that? What works? What, what doesn't work? What are your thoughts? That's a, that's, that's one that is still an ongoing challenge that I have. And I've, I've recently through all my conversations, 
it's it's continuing to evolve and i call it a, a, the the seven c's uh to to conflict resolution and and i like ocean and sea and so uh it really kind of it's a fun little metaphor there but it's it's uh, for me it's re remaining calm uh, because i've had a tendency in the past to fight flight freeze fawn um, so doing that inner 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 healing right um, but calm remaining calm doing in and that means breathing um, compassion having compassion and and perspective for you know what the other person's uh, point of view might be and um, I think that 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 is really important um, being open-minded being cure and, and so the third one is 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 curiosity and open-mindedness and to seeing the other person's perspective um, to find common ground um, uh, and and creativity um, I think it's an um, Linda Hill, I think is her name, is a really good TED talk uh, that talks about creativity and innovation and um, being able to have the difficult conversations and um, that that's where innovation occurs and shifting that uh, the focus away from blame towards solutions. Uh, and then one of our principles, uh, collaboration, you know, instead of uh, we're against each other, we're working as a team to, to find those solutions. And I think that the, the the two most important is consciousness, being mindful and thoughtful and remaining grounded and neutral instead of triggered, like we had talked about. And um, and as opposed to being unconscious, being conscious. Uh, and the last one is one, another one of our principles that courageously, right, is, is, is having the courage to do the inner work in ourselves and to face whatever wounded child we have inside of us and um, love them, nurture them and um, hold them up because uh, for us to be persuasive, I think we have to come from a really incredibly grounded um, in ourselves space. What a wonderful answer to how do you create influence? I've heard having that calm about you and it ties into the breath work, compassion for others and having that open mind, curiosity, which is one of my favorite things. It's gotten me into lots of doors that were always closed. Uh, creativity, which I love the creative piece. It's always in the back of my mind of how do we embrace whatever we got and get creative because we can get out of this. Um, collaborating, another favorite of mind, consciousness, being mindful presence right there, just that consciousness. I see the benefit with my clients when they realize just to be present and conscious, the benefit that they are able to create. And then finally, the courage to be able to do all of this. Um, it, it takes a lot of courage to be able to put the light back on you and figure out how we're going to how we're going to grow as individuals before we can grow the team. Right. Um, that is a fantastic answer. Um, I'm curious, as a leader, you got to build trust. So you're on a roll. I'd love to hear how do you successfully build trust? Because there's a lot of people in these leadership positions, especially folks getting into a new position. They're now going from a peer into a manager or into an executive position. 
how do they how do they build trust? What are your thoughts? Mm. Oh, another great question. You're full of great questions. <laughs> I learned from you, Tracy. <laughs> um, I, you know, I, I think that to build trust, you need to. There was one. I learned it from my dad. Is you are a person of your word, and when you say you're going to show up, you show up. Um, when you say you're going to do something, you do something. Now, obviously, you know, I, I, I many times don't get done what I set out to do because I have a tendency to overpromise on the delivery time and, and my own knowledge of my own bandwidth uh, in, in that moment or space. And it's taking responsibility too. Um, it's taking responsibility and not making excuses for, you know, your part in it, right? When it, when there is uh, a, a problem um, or um, we need to um, come together, right? But so, so much, uh, so much of the time, I think our ego gets in the way and our pride gets in the way. And it's very important that we take responsibility, that we own um, our part in anything and that we um, work to improve ourselves and that we be like my, my dad always taught me is when you say you're going to do something or you say you're going to show up, you show up and you do what you do, what you say you're going to do. And that you're, you're in, you're, that you're congruent with your action and your word. I love the, practical applications. It keeps it simple. The world's so busy and so easily complicated with such a long message. And to be able to say to build trust can be as simple as just doing what you say you're going to do. Mm -hmm. And it is mind blowing how few people are able to do that. And mm -hmm. it is such a key driver for building trust. I think it's a fantastic way of, of taking something that's complicated and breaking it down to something yeah. that we can implement. And I think it's so important that we be kinder to ourselves. You know, we're not perfect. I think perfection, I'm a recovering perfectionist. Me it's too. impossible. <laughs> it's impossible to do. And, it, you know, it, it, we can't, we can't be that. And we can't expect others to be that. And people are going, are doing the best they can. Nine times out of 10, people are just doing the best they can. Help them along. For sure. All right. So this is perfect. I'm, I've got a, Another question for you. We're, we're towards the end, but I'm, I'm curious, how do you practice self-care? Because mm -hmm. when you're you're feeding and taking care of everyone else around you, it's it really tiring. So how do you practice self-care? I practice self-care. It is that has been, I think, the biggest growth most recently for me is uh, getting out on my paddleboard. That is uh, the one thing that I do for self-care. And uh, I go for hikes or walks. Uh, I do meditation, and um, it, those are the th those are my. And I work I work out uh, every as much as I can. And it, lately, it hasn't been because work life harmony has just been a little blown up lately. And I'm trying to get back to that. But that's those are the things that I'm I'm trying to do for myself. That I do for my self care and. I, I also love to listen to music. And so music is very soothing to me as well. This is fantastic. Thank you. 
If someone wants to learn more about you, about Athena International, the work that you and your team are doing, what is the best way to get in touch with you and learn more? Uh, they can email me directly at tcosta at athenainternational.org, or they can um, even just go to our website at www.athenainternational.org and reach out on our constant contact and they'll get a hold of me. Fantastic. Yes, I, I encourage anyone interested, if you've got anyone from fifth grade to up to high school, even in the workforce, and you're looking to get these folks ready, you're looking to grow, you're looking to invest, something yeah. as as practical as a 10-week um, course is really a game changer, and yeah. the ROI is, is phenomenal. So yeah. I've been in there, I've taken a look at it, it's fantastic, and I hope, I hope more people reach out and look forward to seeing more of your work around. Yeah. Thank you. And, and, and our higher ed too is uh, we've got it in several universities and colleges across the country too. That is fantastic. Which ones are they? Uh, we've got Fresno state actually athletics is going through. They're putting their second cohort through. They had their first cohort this fall and, mm -hmm. um, and it's uh, it's, they're really seeing the difference. Uh, Lansing, uh, community college has uh, been doing it. Um, all of that college in the past has been doing it. Uh, Central Florida, um, um, Edinburgh uh, was doing it, um, but the, their point person stepped away. Uh, so hopefully, we're now that we've got it nailed down, we're going to be getting it out to more and more colleges and universities as well. They need it for the workforce. That is mm -hmm. for sure. If we've ever hired anybody coming out of college, they yeah. need this. Yes. So you've got leadership covered at every level, <laughs> it sounds like. Yeah. Um, and, and, the, and the game changer and where the magic happens is in the cohorts. Yes. Mm -hmm. I've seen it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's yeah. fantastic. Tracy Costa, you are the president and CEO of Athena International, found on the web at athenainternational.org. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. It's been great having this conversation with you. I could talk with you all day long, Catherine. <laughs> I know. Likewise. It is awesome. Thank you, Tracy. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the episode. If you like it, please subscribe, share this episode or this show with other people around you. The greatest form of a compliment is a referral. I really appreciate them. And if you think that you want to learn more about some of the work we're doing, I encourage you to reach out to KatherineCanty.com. You can schedule a call or just continue to read articles and information that we post out there. Thank you so much for being here.